0: Put on your bowler hats because it's raining pea soup, and we're talking about cloudy with a chance of meatballs. You're listening to From Cover to Real, the podcast where we talk about books and their movie counterparts in order to discover which is better, the book or the movie. From Cover to Real is brought to you by Three Wings Design, the blog where you can find delicious recipes and fun crafts. I'm your host, Alicia Maruti, and today I'm not joined by anyone. Usually I have a guest here to talk with me, but today's a little different because I'm just going to talk about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and then talk a little bit about some changes with the podcast coming in the future. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is a children's picture book. It was published in 1978 and written by Judy Barrett and illustrated by Ron Barrett. And then it was adapted into an animated film released in 2009 by Sony Pictures. So I knew about the movie and I actually have a friend who... I actually have a friend who that's like one of her most favorite movies ever of all time and she is always talking to me. Telling me I should watch it when we talk about movies. Um, but I didn't know it was a book until I was at the thrift store with my kids. Looking at the children's books. Which, by the way, if you want to build up your library, go to the thrift store. There are so many good books I've gotten there. Anyways, so we were there and I was looking through the children's books. And I see Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. And I was like, but I'm buying it because I have to, right? I have this podcast, so no um it's a really cute story really imaginative and I love the illustrations they're so fun and then I actually read the book first still even knowing I've known like since 2009 that it's a movie but I still read the book first before I ever saw Claudia with a chance meatballs so I finally sat down and watched it Um, last week for the podcast and I really liked it. I thought it was so funny. My friend is right. It's a really funny movie. I really like the direction they took the book. I think it's hard when you're adapting a a picture book. I think we talked about this with Shrek is you know it could be a really cute short and they do have shorts like Dick Man is one or Room on the Broom is another one that they've animated and it's just really it's actually just the the story read out loud and then there's some voice acting done and that would have been cute too with shrek or with cloudy with a chance of meatballs but i really think it's so creative the way they can look at this short picture book and make it into a whole feature-length film and it's still i feel like it's still true to the story cloudy with a chance of meatballs it has its own story enough that you're you're not like predicting everything that's going to happen so i really liked it and it's on netflix right now if you haven't seen it go watch it and i think they're doing like a a series i haven't watched the show at all there's like cloudy with a chance of meatballs show on netflix but the movie is also on there and that's what i'm talking about i'm not talking about any of the other movies or shows just the first movie. It's a little hard to talk about the characters because in the book, it's a bedtime story that a grandpa is telling to his two kit his two grandkids in the town of Chew and Swallow. And in the book, there's no like main characters. Whereas in the movie, it's not a bedtime story, it's a real place with these real events happening. In the book, there's no real characters besides the grandpa and the grandkids. But in the movie, Chew and Swallow is a real town where these events are taking place. And it gives you more of a backstory of why is it raining food all the time. Anna Faris plays the main girl, whose name is Sam Sparks. And Bill Hader is Flint Lockwood. There's other famous people. Andy Sandberg, James Caan, Neil Patrick Harris, Mr. T... I really like Mr. T's character in the movie. He's really funny. But none of those characters are singled out in the book. Like, you could imagine they're there, but they're not really singled out. So there's not really characters to compare from the book to the movie. But we can compare how the townspeople in the book were to the townspeople in the movie. And in both cases, they were very reliant on the food falling from the sky. Like, in the movie... Once food started raining down on them, they were like, okay, we're going to change our restaurants so that there's no ceilings. And that's in the book. Sam Sparks is a weather girl, a meteorologist in the movie. And in the book, they mention how the people have to watch the news report to see what food is going to be raining down on them that day so they know how to prepare for it. I think that's like a cool homage because in the movie, they can kind of make requests Of what they want to rain down. But they can't do that in the book. One of my favorite scenes in the movie was. They go to this giant jello. An orange jello mold. And then they go inside. And they're actually like playing around in the jello. So I thought that was fun. To take that like one line from the book. It was a really cool picture too. But that one line. And then run with it. Into this whole funny scene in the movie. And I mean who hasn't wanted to like run in a pool of, or jump into a pool full of jello. I don't know, as a kid. And the great thing was like those scenes, like the the restaurants without a ceiling and the jello scene, they also delivered some great plot points to the movie. So it wasn't just a service to people who loved the book. They actually utilized it in a way to move the story forward, which I thought was really good. There's a lot of things the movie did so well. Yeah, they took liberties, but you kind of have to when you're adapting a picture book. And I think they did a really good job at staying true to the fun and imaginativeness of the book. Because honestly, the science is pretty whack. But but it was fun, and imaginative, and a fun little spin on it. So I think that if you liked the book, you will like the movie. In the movie, they had there were some themes that were explored that I thought were really nice, like relationships between father and son, feeling like an outsider, changing yourself to fit in. Those are all themes that didn't exist in the book, but they were played out really well in the movie. So all in all, it's a really great book, really great movie. I recommend them both. And something I want to do more of on this podcast is to have more listener input because I just think that's more fun to have more people in the conversation, so I'm starting that with Instagram polls and questions. So on our Instagram stories, and you can find our handle is at from cover to real, all written out. Real is R E E L. Um, so on our Instagram stories, I posted some polls about cloudy with a chance of meatballs, and the answers I hear the answers I got. I got 88% of the people who answered knew it was a book, so I'm feeling like I was a little dumb, but it's okay. 70 or not dumb, but out of the loop. And then 75% of our listeners liked the movie and said it was hilarious. Um, one listener, Brooke, told us she'd never seen the movie and had no desire to see it, but she loves the book and has a hardcover copy. And she loves the illustrations, which I'm like, same, same girl, same. Those illustrations are bomb. I love them. Honestly, if there are any like failings in the story, um, the illustrations make up for it. There's one where it's like once the food starts getting really big, there's like this giant elbow macaroni noodle on this guy's head and it cracks my son up because the guy's a noodle head and it's so funny. Anyways, the pictures are just really fun. So, get the book just for the illustrations alone. Brooke, I do recommend the movie. It it is funny in its own its own way. So, if you're interested in participating in those polls in the future, head over to Instagram and subscribe, is that what's called? Follow. Yeah, follow on Instagram. Um and you can uh you can always see in our stories when I post those polls and questions and then be up to date on what else we're reading and stuff because I'll put things on there also. So that's one way I want to interact with you guys is on Instagram. But another way I'd like to get you all involved is a more organized way to take suggestions of titles to feature on the show. So I created a Google form that you can fill out with suggestions and, And your take on the adaptation you're suggesting. You can even put if you'd be willing to be a guest for that episode. And I'm excited about that because I think it's more fun to discuss a book and movie with someone who's passionate about it than not. It will require some technical skills if you're going to be a guest. And I will let you know what those are. It's not anything crazy. But... If you're someplace I can't interview you in person, that's just what it's going to have to be. If you're willing to be a guest, I'd contact you and let you know what you need to do and all the steps, and it's really easy. Don't worry. And then I'm also going to be posting show notes on the blog, so if you're feeling like you don't have time to listen to the podcast or you want to know a little bit more about the book or the episode, maybe a little more of what... Um, more listeners are, are thinking about the book or movie adaptation, then you can go to the show notes and see those. You can find it on the Three Winks Design website, com slash cover to real. Anyway, the last change is that I will only be doing one episode a month right now. Things, they just got a little too crazy to do two a month or every other week as I did when I started out. And I'm a mom to two kids who I feel need me more right now. So I feel it's the right decision for me right now to just do one a month. But I hope to be able to do more in the future and at some point doing it weekly. That's my goal long term. Okay. Uh, Thanks so much you guys for listening. And I love you and I'm so grateful for you. And I'm planning on doing... If you want to read along and watch with us, I'm planning on doing... Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets next month. That's in February. And I'm also reading Les Mis. And you guys, that is such a long, dense book. But my, it's like one of my best friend's favorite books. And she wants to do it. And I wanted to be on here with me. So we're going to do it. But it's taken me a while to read this book. Because Hugo, he just had a lot to say. So I don't know when the lame is one will be. Sorry, Jenna. But I am reading it. I'm slowly and surely making my way through. It's just very dense. Very dense. So if you want to read that and then watch the musical, I think the um, Wolverine and Hathaway one. What's his name? Hugh Jackman version. That's the one we're comparing it to. Maybe the Liam Neeson one too, that could be cool. But for right now, just the Hugh Jackman one. I don't know when that will be, but I'm warning you because Les Mis is super long. You might want to start reading it if you've never read it before. Um, yeah. So that'll be that's coming up. But don't forget *Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets* next month, and then um, work on *Lemis*. That's that's our homework. Okay. All right. All right. So keep watching movies and we'll keep doing this. Keep reading. It's just going to keep getting better. Thanks for listening to this episode of From Cover to Real. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review telling us what you think. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram to stay updated with us.